Special thanks to our promotional partners at the American Philatelic Society. The APS is the largest stamp collecting organization in the world, supporting collectors of any level worldwide. For more information about membership and APS services, visit stamps.org. I'm Michael Cortese of Noble Spirit in Pittsfield, New Hampshire. And I'm Charles Efting from H.R. Harmer in New York City. And this is Conversations with Philatelists. Now, now you wanted to mention something before we even start. Yes. Um, as you guys might notice, this is a Tuesday. Um, we wanted to be timely. We knew we were going to be interviewing um, or talking to Suzanne and Isabel about London 2022. And we knew that we were going to be talking to them on the Monday, but we didn't want to have to wait a full week no, we to the next Monday. No, we didn't Monday want to hold this until yeah. after the show was over. So we luckily to... we're getting this out. Yeah. We're getting this out at like the midway point of London 2022. It would be day four of the show when this airs. It's an yep. eight day show. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, so I, if you hear anything you like, you want to go see it. Yes. Go check um, it out. Absolutely. There's still time to make it to the show. If you hear this before, um, before it's too late. Yeah. Um, I was at the show a couple of days ago. I got yeah. back to my house at about eight o'clock last night. I am uh, exhausted. Mm-hmm. It was a whirlwind trip. I attended the opening day Saturday, ran around, saw some exhibits, visited some dealers, met with some clients, had a, an absolute whirlwind of a trip. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very glad to be back here in my New York office. Now it feels strange. Uh, to that we're going to be, you know, um, uh, patching ourselves in with Suzanne and Isabel here. So I, you, <laughs> you just, just saw Suzanne a couple of days ago, exactly. Yeah. Um, and and I'm excited to hear more about what I, I saw in person, what they're doing. But I want to hear from them what the PTS is doing at the show, mm-hmm. what their impressions of the show overall are, what they liked, you know, what's been what stood out to them. So I'm I'm really excited to have them both on and um, you know hear their take on what's going on. Yeah. Um. I haven't gotten to gotten a chance to see anything that they're that's going on over there so it'll be interesting to hear what london 2022 is like and how it's different from stamp x and 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 what Absolutely. kind of uh what what can be expected there so without further ado let's let's bring him on and uh let's and bring him in find out hi hi hello how's it going Long time no see how are you doing we're, we're obviously live from london 2022 i'm hoping you can hear us yeah. We're on our, yep. Oh, nice. Ooh. There you go. <laughs> well, Charles, well, oh, Charles gave the flesh. Yes, I, 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 um, I got home at about eight o'clock last night. Somehow made it into the office this morning. So I had a whirlwind uh, trip that that involved day one of uh, London 2022. Amazing. So we we obviously have just um, we've been here for three days now. Uh, it's sounding like a really long time, isn't it? Yeah, it's really long. Time. long. Um, but there's five days after the show. Tomorrow at the show, they are swapping over the ex- exhibitions, um, and we I took some time out this afternoon, abandoned <laughs> the stand, and went to look around some of them. So there there are some really amazing philatelic collections, and it's been really fun to have a walk around, which is yeah. good. I've seen some of the medals. All the results are online, wow. which has been very helpful for me um, to have a look. So if you're on, looking online, then they're all there. On, obviously, on the London 22 um, website. Um, and we've got loads of PTS members here which do, who are doing really nice things as well, which is yeah. really, really great. Um, it's kind of yeah, so like what, what, Stampix. It's not as uh-huh. but it's kind of like being a Stampix. A lot of friendly, familiar faces, yeah. both on the dealer side and on the collector exhibiting side. So. It's a bit of a warm philatelic bath, really, which is quite nice. <laughs> I was going to ask about that because obviously the venue is the same as the um, uh, Stamp X that I attended. 
So um, what are some of the sort of similarities and differences? Because I assume a lot of the British attendees are familiar faces from Stampex, but then you get a lot of these foreigners. I saw you know, more Americans in London than I've seen in America in some time. Yeah, there's, um, there are obviously lots and lots of British dealers here. Some of the European dealers, unfortunately, haven't been able to make it over, but that is because of the COVID rules still. Um, lots and lots of people from the States, which is really, really fun. Um, Cherry Stone are here. I've just had a chat with um, Joshua. They've got a really brilliant event on Thursday evening, which is going to be, I think, really fun. I think yeah, but yeah, there's so so many things happening. It's like absolutely, it's so so exciting. So the Postal Museum are launching a book on Wednesday afternoon. When is Wednesday? Two days away. Um, which is Douglas Moore's new book. So that should be really exciting. I don't even know from the title. I think yeah, I think it's yeah, okay to talk about. It. I saw it yeah. in the newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that should be good. Yeah, there's, there's lots happening and there's loads of, um, you know, great GB dealers here, but also international dealers as well. The main difference I think you asked um, of the Stampex is I think the, they've called it the Bors. Um, so the Bors area is, I think, um, a bit bigger and that the, ex the exhibit, exhibitions as well, they're actually not in the main area so they've actually got separate um a separate area and it's, it's sort of over two floors um and they've had so many exhibitions that they've they're, they're swapping over them they're swapping them over tomorrow so they can fit them all in yeah oh, wow. that's kind of the major difference i guess because this is the the stamp exhibition and mm -hmm. um, much more it much focused on kind of balance between yeah. the board side and the exhibit side and the exhibit side which is quite different from Stampex because we're the national level obviously at Stampex. So we still get a very high quality of exhibits at Stampex, but we might only get 250, 300 faces, where I think here we're about 3,200 faces, I think yeah. is the number wow. is. Wow. So it's a big, big, that's the major difference. And actually it's been quite nice because we have met international dealers who maybe don't do Stampex, haven't done Stampex for the last few years. Um, and but we recognize them all because we've been on Zoom meetings. You know, it's not, it's not like we haven't been talking the last couple of years. So that's been really nice just to meet people face to face, like your Charles, like to see to actually to not just be online all the time. So that's been really nice to see to see folks. Um, and I think for me, the other differences are we are really trying to put the sort of like the X back into Stampex, and so we do lots of like other things. So like there obviously is the collector's lounge. I know these guys have a library down on the village green, so on the way in. But then we also have the Spring Auditorium and all the talks and things like that. So there are quite there's differences as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's yeah, society yeah. meetings that are, are here as well. So there's lots and lots of society meetings and lots of societies. You know, there's a whole program of activities and things like that. I mean, it's, it's a brilliant international show. I think it's, it's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah, that was going to be... As well, you yeah, know, that's it's more international visitors here that maybe only do go to the international shows. They don't mm. typically do international shows in, in their own countries and in other countries. They just focus on being at those international events. And there's so many parties, um, so many dinners, that again, it's kind of driving a lot of international traffic to, to London, which is great. Yeah, yeah. But, well, that was going to be one of my... One of my next questions was you talked about the collector's lounge and, and the talks and everything and, and Stampex focused a lot on bringing things digitally and, and bringing things online as well. Is there uh, an online component to uh, London 2022? Not that I'm aware of. No, not as extensive as Stampex. There is obviously the website, which I think is london2022.co. Cool. Um, okay. You can actually, if you go to the PTS website, there is a London 2022 page there, so you can get to it from that page. Um, but no, not as, not, not as extensive as, as the Stampex activity. I 
there is um, all the exhibitor uh, medals on the, on the website. They've, all, right. they've put those up already, or they will be up, is what I've been told. Um, but yeah. yeah, we're trying to do a little bit for our PTS members, a little bit more kind of photo social media, as little, you know, one minute snippets of our members chatting to people. So whilst mm -hmm. it's not necessarily live, it's, you know, we're still trying to make sure that people who can't make it here to the right. show are getting a feel for, for our members, what they've got on offer and, and who they are as people. You just get that sense, don't yeah. you, with, with a bit more of a video content. So we're, yeah, that's something we're trying to be doing over the next few days. It's yeah, good. I saw Charles's. It was great. I, I remember. Yeah, already from there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's so good. How has the um, how has the foot traffic been? Because obviously I flew in on Friday uh, in the midst of uh, an international news story with these winds and everything, and I know there's still some train disruptions and and, and whatnot. But how has um, traffic been? Um, you know, over the first three days of the show. Yeah, there's still the storm and the wind this is still causing a bit of havoc. I think with traffic, I think some people have struggled to get here in time. And like we said, the COVID is still impacting people traveling and so the footfall certainly not um it's not as busy maybe as the that it would have been without all of those other factors um but it's a steady steady number of number yeah. of visitors um it's probably quite similar to stamp it yes i think so yeah I'm I'm so jet lagged and trying to think of what, what I saw. I'm, I'm trying, trying to think of what I saw that I want to talk about. Um, you you guys have um, a great location amongst. You've got Gibbons right there. You've got you're sort of in the heart of it. Um, can you talk about maybe what you've seen at some of the booths that, that you find interesting? I know that um, Grovner is doing viewing at their booth, and and yeah. uh, obviously Gibbons has a ton going on. But what 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 are some of the the you know for people who can't attend? Um, some of the sights and sounds and things that you've um, experienced firsthand, other than the exhibits, but, you know, from the dealer side of things, what's been new and exciting? Uh, you're right. I mean, I think it's because it's such a large venue, there is space for people to get creative. Mm. You mentioned there's viewing area. I mean, that is just, I love it. It's, you know, there's it's certainly hours of the show. There's the Grosner team have a stand where they're meeting people all through, all, all opening hours. And then they have a viewing gallery um, for these opening hours where they have boxes and boxes of their lots and the dealers are and collectors are sitting there and working through it, taking their time and they've got chairs and space to be able to, to do that. And I think that is just such a great opportunity for people to see content there, which we wouldn't normally have without that viewing gallery space. Um, you're right, Gibbons have got a very large uh, welcome. Their setup is massive. It's incredible. It's amazing. It is so, so cool. They've got kind of a museum of some of the history of Gibbons. Yeah. Obviously, it's well so old <laughs> with so much history i think is the point um you know the one cent magenta is currently at uh you know stanley gibbons um well that's on the strand their um, their shop shop location so they're promoting that a lot um we also have the postal museum here they have a display of all of the uh, wood carvings from the David Gentleman um, issues, um, which are quite beautiful actually. And they've got another two pallets of the wood carving uh, blocks at the museum. So trying to encourage people to not just come and visit London 2022, but if they also are in London, why not go over to Stanley Gibbons at the Strand? Why not go over to, to the Postal Museum? Spink also have some beautiful um, materials um, and Carrington exhibition, which we brought to Stampex for the first time. They have brought a couple of her pieces also to London 2022. So very bright, uh, vibrant. Um, they have lots of, they actually have a, a touchscreen interactive uh, pod, which I don't know what it is yet. I need to go and have a look at what that is. We don't see many touchscreens 
that Stampex, we wanted to do a little bit more for the digital zone to be touchscreen, but because of COVID, we, we mm. didn't want touchpoint, but that's something that we certainly are looking at bringing in this autumn. So I'm interested to see what their touchscreen is. Um, what else have we got? Michael Chipperfield's brought some incredible Philatelic oh, yeah, material. He's got things like Roland, uh, a stamp, uh, a book that Roland Hill has signed. Um, he's got medals, coins, um, train sets, picture. It just is, if you're here, I can't do it justice with my phone because of the lighting and the glass and the glare, yeah. mm -hmm. but it is, there's some beautiful material and I've already spoken to him about bringing some of this and more amazing uh, historic uh, pieces to Stampex in autumn. So we should see some more glass, glass cases um, to see there. Um, who else have we got that's got some great Well, we've got other things. people like, you know, there's Hip Stump here and Katawiki and, you know, there's, oh, I've just been um, to the, up into the Gallery Bays and there's um, GB World Covers and Stamps up there, Chris, and he's got loads of amazing covers and like, like really fun things like, I mean, I'm really into Harry Potter, there's like lots of Harry Potter <laughs> There's a Harry Potter exhibit in the junior section. Yeah. I've also been there. <laughs> uh, Royal Mail. So Royal Mail for anyone who is in the UK or who maybe collects modern uh, GB. Um, Royal Mail announced a few weeks ago that they're barcoding stamps and demonetizing yeah. Machins and Christmas stamps. So they're here and they've got a big presence making sure that that comms is getting out there to the collectors and to the public about what does that mean and what is the process around the swap scheme. So that's great for them to just have a lot of a lot of um, yeah. a lot of time here to speak to people because that's it it's face to face it's like if you've got questions it's much easier to ask to ask yeah. the team um i think the i went to the i went to the royal mail booth oh yeah my rolling, my rolling stamps. that was my uh, souvenir from the trip was uh, a visit to the royal mail. and sam patrick who are a pts member yeah. there at the youth charity there again at london 2022 very similar format to what they brought at stampex last time i think they're keen to speak to you guys by the way about all the things they're doing for youthful athlete um but they're here with boxes and boxes of stamps games stamp art activity boots beginner guides, junior junior yeah. displays. They're doing a lot for, for youth. And actually, there's one, when you say what's one of the differences, I've had quite a few visitors say there's a lot more young people at London 2022 than maybe we had at Stampex, which is great. So we're okay. getting them to come back to Stampex. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah well, that, that's a, I was going to say that's a good segue into what I wanted to ask, because everyone's been looking forward to London 2020 and now London 2022. It's been this years in the, the making um, event. And now that in five days it'll be over, attention shifts back to, to Stampex. So can you talk a little bit about, uh, you know, how, what is it like planning a Stampex so soon after um, an international show like this? And what can people expect that's similar or different? And there, where, where are you in the um, planning stages of, of um, 2022 Stampex? Great, great question. Uh... We're already planning the next Ampex. We've been planning it for a few months. Um, we used, you know, we're used to running two Stampexes a year, so we're used to always already planning the next one before we finish the, the the one we're on. And I think with COVID, obviously, that dropped out. And then with the London 2022 team being rescheduled into the spring Stampex slot, again, we've had a little bit more time to plan and rethink what we're doing for the first Stampex. So. Um, we are reshifting the floor plan a little bit for this upcoming show. So you saw a very different floor plan with new factions like the Collectors Lounge and the Auditorium in autumn 2022. We're bringing some more um, change to the floor plan 2020, no, 2021, 2022, this one coming up. 
Um, so more hustle and bustle, um, still bringing lots of new experiences for collectors. Um, and uh, I think the online component is also something that we've been speaking to a lot of people about this time. What are we doing with bringing exhibits, kind of, you know, getting the standard back, you know, it, it, some of the standard here is exceptional. How can we keep that standard going into StampX? How can we get some more digital content around that? Um, so, you know, there's a, there's a lot of, uh, the advantage of being here is that, the, that we're able to speak to our members about what do they want to do? Do they want the same stand? Do they want a different stand? Do they want a different space? And there's certainly kind of two areas that we're, well, three years really, that I think will be different for the Stampex. The first is um, more of your tabletops and chairs type uh, staffular. So more kind of get sitting down rather than standing in a stand and looking through boxes and taking time to consult with this, the PTS member. That's something that we're, um, we'll be doing a bit more of and will be much more inclusive within the, the, the show. The second thing is that we are conscious that some uh, members may still not be able to travel or not want to travel. And so that idea of still having presence from uh, PTS members without, you know, whether that's digitally or whether that's just visits and more talks. And then thirdly, I think we will see more uh, creative spaces. So you saw what Spink did uh, at the Autumn 2021 show. You've seen what Stanley Gibbons has done for this London 2022 show, or if you haven't, it's very creative. It's cool, go on to Instagram uh, or Twitter, Facebook, whatever, and have a look at their content. I think we'll see some more creative spaces, which is just great for adding some yeah. more vibrancy and, and, and diversity to the show. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of people are kind of working together to, to branch out into and innovate in their own different ways, but then also brainstorm together. That's That's fantastic. Yeah, look, collaboration is so key in this. You know, we're, we're, we sort of refer, we refer to it as the philatelic ecosystem. Mm -hmm. You know, the dealers need the collectors, the collectors need the exhibitors, we need the expertising. So we all have to, and the societies, and there's so many components where we all have dependencies on each other, and we all have opportunities to work together on, on, on new initiatives or refinement of, of things. And the learnings from London 2022 were very... You know, we've worked very well with the team uh, and we're looking forward to just, you know, taking some of those learnings and, and embedding them in. And I know that the, the 2022 team are already thinking about 2030. Oh my so, God. <laughs> yeah, trust wow. us, we're already thinking about something. Eight years away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's incredible. That's... Um... Yeah. And I think That's the virtual perfect. standpoint as well, you know, we, we had a, we've had a break. We did one in 2020. Um, one in 2021. We're not doing one in 2022. It's just a bit of a busy schedule for us with the international and stamp picks coming up mm -hmm. and lots of other initiatives we're doing with our members. For 2023, that idea of being able to again open up the stamp picks opportunities to wider audiences. You know, the, the 8,000 people that attended virtual stamp picks from over 100 countries, that's mm -hmm. just an opportunity that we have to keep harnessing to, to make sure people see another entry into the hobby. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um... Fantastic. But what are you guys doing at your booth? If people want to come say hi, can they sign up to be PTS members? Are you? Uh... They can apply to become a PTS member. So if they're part of the uh, the trade, then they they can definitely sign up uh, uh, sign up to apply. We've mm -hmm. also got the PTS Collector Handbook 2022 ah. edition, which is which which I forgot to grab a copy of while I was there. <laughs> ah. I realized that as I was leaving. You You're a PTS member. I'll send you. One um, thank you. And it's like got loads of like content in it and puzzles and like the um, like director listings at the back. So all our members are there. 
So yeah, it's really great. So this is on the, st uh, on the stand. We have um, lots and lots of catalogs and information and things from different PTS members. So lots of people have sent us like exclusive discount codes. So like Empire Philatelist, they've got 20% off. Um, Joy of Stamps have a discount code here as well. There's lots of auction books. There's lots of things that people can come and pick up and get. We also that, that was something that I love not to interrupt, but at a, at a U.S. stamp show, I feel like there's always just a table out front where people leave their brochures and their catalogs. Yeah. And it's great that people have somewhere to go grab stuff, but it sometimes feels a bit chaotic that there's just this one lone table yeah. that's yeah. been loaded up with August. So the fact that you are sort of the conduit to get these promotional materials from dealer to collector, I think is great that there's a sort of centralized location. Uh, it just, you know, has a bit more uh, sense of order and um, uh, yeah. you know, I like uh, a bit, a bit less chaotic. I, I like that idea very much. And I, I think you can answer questions. And and the other thing is, is that of course normally those grocery space tables. There's one over there. Um, they uh, that's for stand holders only. But this is a PTS stand, so all of our PTS members hmm. we've given the opportunity to to all of our PTS members to have their material on the stand. Um, so for we have you know a, a member in the US who ship some materials over yeah. with you know there's quite a few members who've been able to take advantage of what we're doing here which is great so that's uh, celebrating the very best of, yeah. of, of all of our members and then on thursday not on stand but on thursday suzanne and simon are uh, hosting a meet and greet um it's on our instagram it's on our social media yeah, channel, isn't it? yeah. and on our um pts blog as well I can't remember the time, I'm so sorry. Two, two, till two, two till three at the bar in the Hilton next to the Business Design Center, if anyone's around. It's just an opportunity to ask questions about the society. You know, you mentioned about can someone join the PTS? We have had quite a few applications um, from people within the trade, whether they're dealers, auction houses, services to the philatelic trade, as long as their core business is philatelic, we're um, inviting people to join, to apply to join, um, which is really exciting. So if people are thinking and want to learn a little bit more about the PTS, of course, we're always here. You can come and speak to us, but if you'd like to meet the chairman um, over a drink, then we have that opportunity on Thursday as well. Fantastic. I wish I was still in town for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, well I, excellent. Thank you guys so much. I, I know um, the show, I, does it close again at six o'clock today? Yeah. Are things winding down? Well, th thank you for, for taking some time out um, to, to update us. And, um, yeah, my, my day was too crazy to really get any um, content out of it for Michael and I. So this is nice to be able to um, to connect and, and share this with everybody. And uh, I, I just I hope the next five days go um, equally as well as they've been going. Yeah, so save the date. It's 28th of September to the 1st of October at the Business Design Centre in London. That is Stampex International. Yeah. And it's going to be even bigger, even better, even more exciting. So Fantastic. be there. <laughs> we, Thank you guys Michael so much. and I will both try to be. Yes. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> right. Enjoy yeah. the rest of the day, guys. Thanks, Thanks so much. Thanks, you too. Thank, Thank you. Bye, -bye. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Well, I'm very glad we were able to touch base. It was yeah. a bit surreal seeing the PTS booth. Um, you know, 48 hours after I was in the PTS booth, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, sometimes you leave a show and you forget that it keeps going on. Like, uh, you know, um, mm -hmm. life resumes at, at, uh, it must feel like so London long 20. ago. It does. It feels like an eternity ago, to be honest. Um, <laughs> that I, that I, I, I got to spend, um, some time with Suzanne and that was really fun to catch mm -hmm. up with her in person. We've connected with her and Isabel so many times over yeah. zoom over the last two years. Um, that it was, it was weird seeing her, um, you know, in person like that so I'm, I'm really glad we were able to catch up with them and we'll just keep 
doing whatever we can to promote um, the upcoming StampX uh, later yeah. on this year. Hopefully, yeah, you I'd really can... like to try to get out there. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But um, no, Michael, this was awesome. Um, we're going to try and record another episode this week because you are uh, off on vacation. So mm-hmm. if people notice your absence from Twitter or something, it's because you are uh, actually relaxing and not, um, you know, not driving yourself crazy in the office for once, which I'm really mm-hmm. happy about um, as a as a friend. <laughs> um, but no, this, this, this was a lot of fun, Michael. And um, as always, people can find us Google, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, mm-hmm. flatterlypodcast.com, flatterlypodcast at gmail.com. Um, reach out to us. We're on Twitter. Um, we're on Instagram. Yeah. Um, those are kind of the two that I prefer. Well, those are the two that I we, prefer. Yeah, people. you're on Instagram. I don't think I have like a... Anyway. Um... Anyway, that's everyone. <laughs> I'm going um, no, to put all the links in the, in the links in show bio. notes. Yeah. Uh, Perfect. And, um, and yeah, we'll, we'll do this again real soon. Yeah. See you guys next time. Um, this was fun. This was fun, Michael. I'll talk to you soon. All right, see you then.